Americans. That's been the work of my first term, to fight for our democracy. It shouldn't be a red revolution. To protect our rights, to make sure that everyone in this country is treated equally, and that everyone is given a fair shot at making it. But you know, around the country, MAGA extremists are lining up to take on those bedrock freedoms. Cutting Social Security that you paid for your entire life while cutting taxes for the very wealthy. Dictating what health care decisions women can make. Banning books and telling people who they can love. All while making it more difficult for you to be able to vote. When I ran for president four years ago, I said we're in a battle for the soul of America. And we still are. The question we're facing is whether in the years ahead, we have more freedom or less freedom, more rights or fewer. I know what I want the answer to be, and I think you do too. This is not a time to be complacent. That's why I'm running for re-election. Because I know America. I know we're good and decent people. I know we're still a country that believes in honesty and respect and treating each other with dignity. That we're a nation where we give hate no safe harbor. We believe that everyone is equal, that everyone should be given a fair shot to succeed in this country. Thank you for choosing us. Every generation of Americans has faced a moment when they have to defend democracy. Stand up for our personal freedom. Stand up for the right to vote and our civil rights. And this is our moment. Let's finish this job. I know we can. Because this is the United States of America. There's nothing, simply nothing we cannot do if we do together. All right, welcome back on this Wednesday. That was the witless wonder. He announced early Tuesday that he was going to uh, run for re-election. So I guess... Four years of abusing the American people wasn't enough. He wants to get a full eight years of abuse in there because, you know, you just, when, you're, when you're abusive, you just can't let go. Um, I certainly like how he uh, attacked MAGA Republicans and uh, is making his case that Republicans in Congress are trying to take away all the things and spewing the same lies and the same nonsense. But uh, when did it become so controversial to want to make America great again? I don't understand why that's a controversial item, but it's apparently a trigger item for his people on the left. Uh, I'm curious to see how he's going to do with his election bid because the majority of Americans don't want him there. Even the majority of his own party don't want him to run for re-election. So I'm curious how this plays out for him. Listen to this. Check this out. We asked folks in this poll, do you think Joe Biden should run for re-election? Look at this. Only a quarter, 26 percent, said they think he should run for re-election. Age, a big concern. He'd be 82 uh, upon being sworn in for a second term. 26 percent is pretty, uh, pretty bad. I mean, you got 70 percent of America that does not want him to run again. And them citing age is a big factor, but it's a lot deeper than that. I mean, age is definitely part of it. I don't see why we can't elect somebody who's a little bit younger uh, average life expectancy. We've gone over this. He has exceeded that. Okay. For the average ex- life expectancy, most current up to date one, I believe is 78 in a few months, but say 78 years old for your average adult male. Now, well, he's 80 years old right now. He's already 
<laughs> exceeded the average life expectancy and elections not until November of 2024 and the new president's not sworn in until 2025 in which case he's 82 at that time and then you expect that he is going to make it another four years and you can already see the um, s- steady decline that he's in his mental decline is just it, it's a it's spiraling downwards I mean even from Two years ago when he was first elected and we were all like, there's something wrong with this guy. If you look at him today, he continues to get slower and weaker. Even in his re-election uh, ad, even in his ad campaign there, he was very low energy. He looked weak. He looked frail. His voice is very soft. He just doesn't have the energy, but yet you want him to run for the most grueling job in the entire world. I just... I don't see it. The 26% that thinks that he should run uh, are not paying attention or they're just complete leftist zealots and they would just prefer anybody over any Republican. They don't care. You just put a warm body in there and let things roll as they are. That's not his only problem. Historically, he's about to have some problems. If you look back in history, uh, any president, specifically the last three that have lost re-election bids, which was, uh, who was it, Carter, um, George Bush, not, not, uh, well, whatever the father was, uh, Bush and Donald Trump. And one common theme between the three of them was the fact that we were in a recession. Now, Donald Trump's was a forced recession. Um, the recession for, uh, um, uh, Bush was due to the, the war in Iraq when Kuwait got invaded. We were in a recession and the oil prices, and that, that was no good. And then Carter, I mean, do I need to even say anything? Carter was the worst that had ever been. So naturally, he lost, they lost re-election because the country was feeling the pain. So when the country's feeling the pain, they want to make a change. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know too many people that want to continue down the same path when you're hurting as bad as you are. And right now, I'd say every... Um, Average person in the United States, every middle-class family is hurting right now. Everybody's hurting at the pump. Everybody's hurting at the grocery stores. Everybody's hurting on uh, everywhere. I was just talking to a buddy of mine who uh, decided to go buy a new truck, and I just, (laughs) I couldn't, uh, the the prices are crazy. But anyways, uh, best interest rate he could get right now, he was at, and he's got good credit, he was at 8 point, I forget what he said, 8.2 or 8.6%. That's the best rate. My God, under Trump, you could go in there and get a 2% on top of whatever it was. I mean, you're just getting hammered from every single angle right now. And it's because of the Biden administration. It's because of reckless spending and the the way the administration's running the country and their policies. So as much as people vote with their feelings, I, I truly believe that people are going to vote in a different way. I don't, I don't think people want... Another, because we still got another year and a half of this left. Actually, over a year and a half of this before things, before somebody else get would get put into office, and then it's going to take even another year for them to begin to straighten things out, where we're really going to feel some relief. So you, we're not going to feel any relief for another couple of years plus. So I don't think that people are going to look at that and say to themselves, you know, it's it's been great, man. I've been having a great time. I love it. I love what's happening right now. I love that I'm paying more for everything. I love that my paycheck doesn't go as far. Life is good. I think people will really take a hard look at that this time and go, you know what? Yeah, even though I don't like the guy, even though the guy's got nasty tweets, if Trump is is the Republican nominee, uh, I'm gonna, I'd rather vote for him because at least 
Yeah, I won't listen to him. I'll turn the TV off, but at least gas prices will get better and food prices will get better and interest rates will get better and maybe some of the wars around the world will simmer down a little bit. So I think that's the direction we're go- that, that the country we're going, at least if the majority of us are sane anymore. Yeah, I mean, I know at least our side of the aisle is. I don't know how much on the left there, how sane they are these days, but uh, hopefully that's the direction we're going. Um, another little uh, clip that I wanted you to hear kind of highlights everything that I just said there. Um, here that is. Poll this morning with the Washington Post shows significant warning signs for Democrats. More than half of the country disapproves of Biden's job performance, weighed down by significant discontent over the economy. 40% say they are worse off financially than they were two years ago. The most negative response to that question in nearly 40 years of our polling. And as Biden prepares for a likely 2024 re-election campaign, less than a third of Democratic voters want to see him renominated. So that's just kind of driving home my point that even even Democrats are not real enthusiastic about Biden being the guy. Yeah, so we I mean we got to wait and see what happens. There's like we don't know who the nominee for the Republican Republican Party is going to be, and whoever the nominee is, what they their entire campaign needs to focus on is how Biden has destroyed this country over the last four years. But they need to really put out their they need to put out ads that are going to appeal to people that are in the middle. Like, is your grocery bill higher? Are you paying more at the pump? And why are they this way? Biden stopped oil production. Biden is now buying from OPEC. Why is why are grocery stores inflated? Why are we having this culture war, this never-ending culture war that everybody's sick and tired of? I mean, they really have to be strategic on the ads they, they put out. Show his failures everywhere. Show his failures. I, I don't think you need to attack him directly. You can attack all of his policies and drive home the point. You don't need to even go after him. I mean, he is a nasty person. You could throw some Hunter Biden stuff in there because people, they weren't allowed to see that the last cycle because mainstream media was suppressing everything. But this time around, you could throw some of that in there. But they really need to highlight not only what he has done wrong, but what can be done to change it. You know, I I said before, what more does Donald Trump need to do than go in there on the jumbotron and play Obama saying, what does Trump have a magic wand? He's just going to bring everything back. He's going to bring the economy back. This is the way it's going to be. Play that and then show everything that he did do and go, yeah, yeah, I am going to bring it back. And just like I did it then, I can do it again. I'll come in here and I will reverse everything that Joe Biden has done and I will bring us back once again. We will have peace around the world. The economy will get better. Inflation will go down. Gas prices will get better. We'll be independent once again. The border will get locked down. I mean, really, I did it before. I'm experienced. I'm seasoned. I can do it again. It will be done. Your life will be better as an American if I'm in the White House. It shouldn't be difficult. This, the, the entire campaign should focus around Joe Biden's failures. Now, their campaign, they're going to try to make it about whoever the nominee is because they don't want any focus on them, obviously. So, 
it, we're shaping up. It's going to get ugly. It's going to get ugly real fast, and we got to wait and see who the nominee is going to be. If DeSantis is going to announce anything, it's going to be after next week because we have to get through our session first. Once the session's over with, if he was going to make an announcement, it would probably somewhere uh, be somewhere around that time. All right, now we're going to go into another hot topic, uh, China. Okay. A report published on Monday claimed that the New York City Mayor Eric Adams and Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer appeared to be hobnobbing at a political event in a video alongside Harry Lou... God. You know, it's it's a shame that I can't pronounce names. (laughs) I would say Jian Wang. Arrested last week on federal charges for allegedly running an illegal Chinese police station in New York City. The video, according to Fox News, which which published the story was recorded on March 18th and allegedly shows Lou chatting with Adams and Schumer at a fundraising event for a nonprofit group called the Fukin American Association. Fox News claimed it was not the first time that Lou was seen um, cultivating ties with the New York City's Democratic parties. In April of 2022, Lou also met New York's Democratic Representative Grace Meng at a fundraising event, according to the Daily Caller, citing images that the outlet found. Records show that since 2006, Lou has contributed at least $32,625 to the New York election officials, including Eric Adams and New York Democratic Governor Kathy Hochul. Now, do you think these people did? These people had no idea the operation that was happening there? Do you, do you think that they had no idea that you had Chinese um, police here operating a shadow police force in Little Chinatown for China? Doing what to the people here? Yeah, overseeing people, free Americans in Chinatown, overseeing them. China has a, a police task force here in the United States. I mean, we've already gone over this, but the Democratic Party knows about it. Is it a surprise to anybody that the Democratic Party knows about it? As much as they love China, does it really shock you that they would actually be in bed with these people and probably knew that they were operating the entire time? Now, I can't say that for sure. That's just an opinion. But the fact that they're all intermingling and how much the Democrats love China and they really are trying to mimic their version of their economy here in the United States, you think that they didn't know? It just shows you how corrupt these people truly are. It, it never ends. Uh, it, it always goes deeper. Yeah, Fang Fang, that was a big one. Yeah, I mean, you got a, uh, a Democratic representative who is having a relationship with a Chinese spy. <laughs> how could you not know? I mean, are you that stupid? Or, or then, we're, how, then we must be elected people that are pretty, pretty stupid. I, I mean, you got you to be a pretty stupid individual that somebody like that. And then between all the pillow talk, how many American secrets were divulged to the spy that went right back to China? The Democratic Party is so in bed with China, it's just, it's disgusting. And how Democrats and independents that don't care for the right side, how you guys don't see it, I have no idea. How you don't look at what the Biden administration did in allowing a Chinese spy balloon to float over the entire United States, doing figure eights over military bases, going across the entire United States, let them get all the intel that they wanted to before they blew it up. They couldn't have took that thing down anytime sooner. These people, it 
consistently goes back to them. Joe Biden, where all of his documents were kept, the CCP was in the very same office. You think they took a little look at the documents, you think they took a peek at some of our secrets here in the United States. What will it take for these people to understand that the party that you think represents you, that you think is so American because they're so inclusive and everything is so good, you, that they actually are actively working against you and don't care about you at all. And I really love the inclusive thing. You know, I, I mean, I love it. It's fantastic. It's amazing how white males are the devil, white Christian males are the devil. We're supposed to be all inclusive, but the literally the head of your party right now is an old white guy who has a racist past, was buddy with KKK members, did beautiful eulogies for his KKK buddies, says he doesn't want his kids growing up in racial jungles. <laughs> and that's the head of your, yeah, he claims to be Catholic. So, I mean, that's how, that religion is part of Christianity. So he claims to be Catholic. So he's literally an old white Christian uh, uh, related to, I don't even want to call him a Christian because he's just so evil. I don't even want to associate him with God, but he claims to be Catholic. So uh, a religious white man is the head of your party, Mr. All-Inclusive. So I guess it's all-inclusive as long as it's not who's in power, right? (laughs) I hope you people wake up one day and really see things for what they are. Everybody... You know, they may throw a few people in there, try to appease the masses. Oh, we'll throw the 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 the, the little boy Levine in there, and he'll uh, he'll be okay. I because look, he thinks he's a girl, and we'll we'll hire Pierre not because she's good, because she's probably one of the worst press secretaries I've ever seen. Okay, Saki was better than her, and and that's not saying much, but Saki was better than her. Hey, well, you put her in there. Why? Because she hits your check boxes on the mark. Oh, she's black and she's a lesbian. Perfect. Stick her in there. Doesn't matter what her qualifications are. Don't matter her skill level. Stick her in there, and then she can just do whatever she does. They use you as props. They put you in front of an audience to say, look, look how inclusive we are. But then you got who's running your party. You got Pelosi, old white lady. Biden, old white man. Chucky Schumer, old white guy. You'll start going down a list and see how inclusive your party really is. And maybe that'll wake you up a little bit saying, oh, uh, oh, you know what? I hate that guy, Joe. I hate everything he has to say. Everything he says, I disagree with. But you know what? He's kind of right on that. Look at it. All the people at the top, all your biggest Democratic stars are all white. About the only one that's not is AOC. AOC is about the only one that has broken through the line because people tend to like her for whatever reason is AOC. AOC is like one of your only mega stars over there that happens to be (laughs) non-white. The inclusive party. People are sick. They know what China's doing. And they knew that those people were in there. I don't have proof of that. But there's, you know what? There's no such thing as coincidences in life. It's just, it's not a coincidence. You know, I don't believe in stuff like that. You guys are all intermingling. These people are there. They're donating heavily to the Democratic Party. What says that the Democratic Party, knowing that they're big donors and all they all they crave is power anyways, turn a blind eye to what you're doing in there. They don't have to agree or disagree, but they certainly can ignore. And if they ignore it, then you do what you do. They keep donating to you to help you get reelected, and life is good, right? <laughs> they, they knew. I don't, I, don't, I don't believe for a second that they didn't know. Continuing with China, 
everybody with climate change. You know, I, I go over this consistently. You know, uh, they're going after, we talked about yesterday, they're going after the oil companies for the damage that they have caused through climate change, through the work that they do. Well, if you actually believe the climate nonsense, why don't you go after the country that's the worst? Why don't you go after them? How come nobody's suing them? Oh, because you guys love them too much, right? China's love for coal uh, is, China's being called out right now by Greenpeace, uh, as the world's single largest polluter, rushed to embrace uh, more fossil fuels in the first quarter of 2023 while ignoring calls and its own pledges to reduce emissions. Uh, AFP reports Greenpeace lamented the second largest economy on the planet is also the biggest emitter of greenhouse gases driving climate change such as carbon dioxide and Beijing's emission pledge are seen as essential to keep the global temperature rise well below 2 degrees Celsius. Trouble is, China doesn't care. (laughs) China can tell you whatever they want to tell you, and oh, yes, yes, sure, we're going to stop doing that. They have no intention on it. China's going to do what China wants to do. Local governments and energy-hungry Chinese provinces drive the nation's hunger for coal and uh, approved at least... 20.45 20.45 gigawatts of coal-fired power in the first three months of 2023. That is more than double the 8.63 gigawatts Greenpeace uh, reported for the same period last year and greater than 18.55 gigawatts um, that got the green light for the whole of 2021. The jump in the amount of coal that they are using is backtracking on a promise that they made that they would curb emissions between 2026 and 2030 and become carbon neutral by 2060. I mean, they're ramping up. They're not slowing down. I had mentioned to you many, many months ago um, that China was building coal plants at an alarming rate. They have no intention on stopping it. The the country continues to ignore green renewable alternatives such as wind and solar and hydro while simply just building more coal power stations uh, as the rest of the world is crippling themselves by trying to get off fossil fuel. China's the only one that, I I hesitate to say that they're smarter than us, but apparently they're not going to bow down and hurt and cripple themselves uh, in the name of climate change, which I'm sure they they know just as well as we know that that's just a tactic for control. And I mean, they've got enough control, so they don't need to worry about it. So moving forward, while we continue to rob ourselves of electricity and, and power, they're enriching themselves in it. Joe Biden, if you remember in 2020, uh, made a statement that under his administration, no more coal or oil plants will be, power plants will be being constructed. Uh, and he has stuck to that up to this point. Well, whatever emissions that Joe Biden believes he is saving the world from, China is putting that out plus. So... While we're while we are in decline, uh, they are rising. So congratulations once again. Their love of China, they they're allowed to do it. We're not allowed to do it. Their economy is allowed to roar and do very well. We are not. His plan is going exactly the way he wants it to. Uh, Joe Biden is destroying our country because him and his administration hate it. While China is enriching theirs. That's, that's really what it comes down to. And if you want to know if climate change is a real thing and you, you want to know if these climate people are, they really believe in what they say, uh, wait and see if there's any reaction to any of this in China. 
If you don't see any protests, you don't hear any people talking about it, and everybody just lets it pass on by, that shows you that it's only relevant when it comes to this country in control, and it's not relevant. It's not a a real situation where they're out there. I don't see Thunberg flying to China and going and tying herself to something over there in the name of it or throwing paint on uh, Xi Jinping's uh, picture over there in the name of climate change because guess what? You ain't never going to be seen again. Okay, so uh, I would I'd like to see what the climate crazies have to say about this. My guess is they're going to be dead silent on it. They're going to continue to hammer us, and China is going to be allowed to do whatever China is allowed to do. And that'll about wrap it up for me today. So if you like what you're hearing, please rate and review me. If you want to reach out to me, littlejoecc.com, go to the contact section. Uh, beyond that, I hope you have a beautiful Wednesday. We will do it again tomorrow.